from the Cyber Hub Bunker and Studio. You're tuning in to the Cyber Hub Podcast. And now for your host and CISO, James Azar. Good morning, hungover people of America. After an exciting Super Bowl yesterday, I'm sure many of you woke up this morning going, Kansas City really win that one in overtime. They did. They did. And as a Niners fan, I was heartbroken, turned it off, and I didn't watch anything after that touchdown in overtime. That's it. I was done. That was it for me. That was it for today. I was done with it. And then I was just like, I need to get ready for the show this morning. So that's what I did. So thank you all for tuning in this morning. Monday, February 12th, 2024. It's great to have you all with us. We've got a packed, packed show today. Avante just can't seem to catch a break. We're going to get into that here in just a moment, as well as the escalating geopolitical tensions are really wrecking havoc on cybersecurity and cyber practitioners all over the world, not just in these United States. So join me for a coffee cup cup of cheers this morning. I've got my double espresso, whatever you're enjoying to power you through this week and this Monday morning coffee cup cheers, y'all. Now, a slight reminder for all the attached individuals that watch the show. Wednesday's Valentine's Day. Don't wait until Wednesday to buy your significant other a gift. Do it today. Do it today. All right. Check out our Substack for all the latest and greatest. Um, so let's kick off with another exploit for Ivanti. This time, the recently disclosed XML internal external entity vulnerability impacting Ivanti Enterprise VPN and network access products has commenced, according to multiple researchers' warning over the weekend that the SAML components of the Avanti Connect Secure Policy Secure and ZTA Gateway ZTA Zero Trust uh, appliances and tracked to CVE 2024-22024, CVSS score of 8.3. The issue can be exploited to access certain restricted resources without authentication. These were all patched, but these are being taken advantage of in the wild. There's a lot of attention over at Avanti products. Obviously, CISA letting, uh, letting all federal agents, you know, disconnect your Avanti products. Don't put it back online. Um, There's a bunch of chatter about this, by the way, on X, uh, where you can catch the podcast as well. Avanti says customers should apply the patches, regardless of whether they installed the patches released on January 31st or February 1st, um, to address several other flaws, including the two additional zero days we've seen. Avanti is not having a good start to 2024. We'll remain to see how they recover from this. Nonetheless, another exploit. Moreover, Fortinet, for their end, are reporting CVE 2024-21762. This is an out-of-bounds right weakness in the 40 OS operating system that can let unauthenticated attackers execute arbitrary code remotely using maliciously, maliciously crafted HTTP requests. Admins can immediately deploy security updates to patch the vulnerable appliances, but can remove the attack vector by disabling the SSL VPN on the device. CISA uh, announced. Uh, one day after Fortinet published the advisory saying the flaw could be potentially can and was potentially being exploited in the wild. The company has yet to share any information regarding that. Sys has added the vulnerability to its Kev catalog, warning that such bug uh, are frequent attack vectors for malicious uh, cyber actors, posing significant risks to the federal enterprise. Uh, again, Fortinet has had their own little confusion there as well. Um, so there's that for all of us this morning 
18 hospitals in Romania are now offline due to a ransomware attack that took down their healthcare management system. That's the uh, Hippocrate information system used by hospitals to manage medical activity and patient data. It was targeted over the weekend in what is uh, considered to be a ransomware attack. This happened on Sunday night when a massive ransomware cyber attack targeted the production servers running the HIS information system as a result of the attacks. The system is down. Files and databases are encrypted. This is according to the Romanian Ministry of Health. The incident is under investigation. The National Cyber Directorate in Romania is advising against reaching out to affected hospital IT teams so they can focus on restoring services and data. And this is hospitals, by the way, all over Romania. This isn't just in one area. It's uh, in the capital, Bucharest, but also on the coastal city of Costanza, um, as well as in other places of the country, including Buzau and Shlobezia, uh, <clears throat> as well. So it's not just one area. It's essentially all over the country. Um, so um, we, we obviously wish the best to the Romanian folks as they try to recover from this ransomware attack and restore health care for their people. A new Rust-based macOS malware is spreading as a Visual Studio update to provide backdoor access to compromised systems. It's using infrastructure linked to the infamous Black Cat ransomware gang. The campaign delivers the backdoor started in November of last year. It's still underway distributing new variants of the malware. It's written in Rust, by the way, which is rare because Rust is what there's a big push around secure development and using Rust as that. The malware can run on the Intel-based x 86 uh, sorry, underscore 64, or the ARM Apple Silicone architectures, according to researchers at Bitdefender who are tracking it and calling it Rust Door. While analyzing Rust Door malware, researchers at Bitdefender discovered a malware communicated with four C2 servers. Looking at the threat intel data, the analysts found that three of them have been used in attacks linked to Alpha 5 or Black Cat. However, the researchers highlighted that it's insufficient evidence to confidently link the two to backdoor. Uh, to a particular threat actor, it could be just some IOCs and artifacts with a potential relationship, meaning similar broker in the middle. And that Kill Chain article I've been working on, uh, I'm hoping to drop that this week. Fortunately, I've been a little under the weather over the weekend, and um, I'm extremely busy with some with some stuff in, in my day job, so I haven't had a chance to finish it. But I should be uh, wrapping it up this week. Criminals are, 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 have less freedoms in terms of choosing infrastructure. We'll get to that as well in the article. Um, so the encryptors of Mac OS systems do exist. They're built for Apple M1 from Lockbit. That was created in December of 2022. So we'll see that this does have some backdoor capabilities, including list of running processes, uh, executing arbitrary shell commands, uh, changes to current directory, creates a new directory, removes files, potentially deleting files or traces of malware, removes directory, pauses execution at a set time in order to evade detection, uh, uploading files to a remote server. I mean, it's got a lot of very advanced capabilities that stuff that we would look for as practitioners. So you have to understand that as our threat actors start to really change the way they behave, we have to update the way we respond. Um, and this back door here is an example of that. For more than two years, China's government's been trying to portray itself as somewhat of a victim by the hands of the big United States and cyber attacks. Well, the Sentinel-1 team found that most of the claims by Beijing were unsubstantiated, often based on previously leaked U.S. intelligence or lacking any sort of technical evidence. 
However, this hasn't stopped the misinformation campaign and propaganda from the CCP. China hopes to change global public opinion on Chinese hacking. They realize that that's why so many countries refrain from trying to do business with China. If anyone watched the Tucker Carlson interview with Vladimir Putin, the Russian president, uh, there was a part where Tucker asked him about China, and you could see Putin shift a little bit in the way he discussed this. You can also see his tone kind of shifted around China, mainly trying to show a united front with China, not expressing the fact that he's concerned about the rise of Chinese. They share a thousand kilometer border, obviously, and so there's a lot there. Um, but you can tell there's a very lack of disdain to China. China for there, and they're trying to kind of make it seem like the U.S. is is up to all of this. The U.S. The White House has a statement contained a reference to charging documents against China, but again, China for there and trying to play the victim. Uh, and it's like the boy who cried wolf. Eventually, the wolf showed up. China. Uh, so uh, we'll see, we'll see what happens there. Um, so lack of evidence. Obviously, Edward Snowden's leaks. There's a whole bunch of stuff there with the Chinese, but the Chinese are kind of like trying to say, well, we're victims. The U.S. attacks us a whole lot more, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, if you buy into that, then there's a bridge in Brooklyn I can sell you. This leads to another stealthy campaign that's being linked to China, according to Cisco Talis. So the cyber and espionage campaign has been dubbed Azardor. It's a modified reverse proxies like a fast uh, reserve Fast reverse proxy, SOX, and Venom, and the abuse of legitimate tools for malware delivery, persistence, and command and control setup. According to Talis, the use of reverse proxy tools overlaps with tools, techniques, and procedures associated with several Chinese threat actors, but there's not enough evidence to link it to one or other known groups from China, meaning it's a combination of a whole bunch. The campaign was identified in May of 2023, but it likely started in March of 2021 with the threat actors exfiltrating data from victim organizations, which is an Islamic charitable nonprofit organization twice a month. At this time, they've only discovered one compromised target. However, the threat actor's ability to maintain long-term access to the victim network without discovery suggests there could be others. The Sardor custom backdoor can exfiltrate data to a CNC, execute payloads in a fileless mode, search for session IDs, update its configuration, remove itself, and provide remote shellcode execution. The threat actor was seen abusing Windows management instrumentation for lateral movement and registering modified open source reverse proxy tools as scheduled tasks for persistence. This was predominantly done in Saudi Arabia, but there's reasons to believe China has been trying to gain inroads into Saudi Arabia for quite some time. Um, and this could be one way of doing so. The Israel-Iran conflict. So October 7th, Hamas attacks Israel, kills 1,200 people. Yesterday, the IDF, in a heroic rescue operation, rescues two hostages that were being held in Rafah in southern Gaza. Um, so Iran, for its end, are now trying to use cyber not only to attack Israel, but also to attack countries that support Israel, but also to deter countries who are trying to support the Israeli defensive war that was launched on them on October 7th. In a report published this week, Microsoft characterized the global proliferation of Phase 3 in Iran's Hyperic uh, cyber offensive. This is likely to be part of the Iranian government's strategic pressure campaign, according to uh, recorded futures insic group, who chose not to be named for this story. Tehran is hoping to influence governments directly to not get involved in the conflict via the ability to impact economies. Um, the most recent known case occurred on February 1st. Albania's Institute of Statistics disclosed on Facebook that a cyber attack which aimed to damage. Their data had caused the internet service of the official website and email 
be interrupted. And that's not the first time Iran targets Albania. They've had a series of attacks against the Albanians. The Albanians and the Israelis historically have a very, very tight relationship. It actually dates back to World War II, where many of the Albanians uh, hid Jews from Nazis uh, during World War II. It's one of the unknown facts of some of the ethnic Albanian Muslims uh, in their quest to help save Jews during World War II. Um, Microsoft noted in its report that Homeland Justice has previously targeted Albania alongside other countries perceived to be in support of Israel in a series of telegram posts. The group framed the stolen data in wider context of Albania's support of terrorists, including the Mujahideen El Khalik, a Iranian descendant group with ties allegedly to Israel's Mossad. Um, meanwhile, not one day after Albania's statistics snafu, Iran's cyber attack net once again reached U.S. shores. The Department of Treasury and OFAC sanctioned six officials in what was a prize sanction and nothing else and iran again has some phases to this conflict and uh, very little is being done by the western world to put that to an end the justice department announced on friday that the war zone ret cybercrime enterprise has been dismantled as a result of an international law enforcement operations u.s authorities have also unsealed charges against two individuals allegedly selling the malware and offering support to users on the technical side authorities have seized or internet domains that were used to sell the Warzone RET. The domains now display a takedown notice. The enforcement involved actions from the U.S., Canada, Netherlands, Germany, Croatia, Malta, Romania, Finland, Australia, and Nigeria with support from Europol. So that's all the different areas where this was either being hosted or operated out of. Warzone was an RET that allowed users to stealthily connect to infected devices and conduct various activities like browsing files, recording keystrokes, taking screenshots, stealing creds, and spying through the computer's camera. It was priced between $16 to $38 per month. The malware is known as the Ava Maria RAT, and it's been spotted in numerous attacks. One of the individuals charged for his role is 27-year-old Danielle Melli of Malta. He's been charged with causing unauthorized damage to protected computers, illegally selling and advertising an electronic interception device, and participating in conspiracy to commit computer intrusion. The second suspect is 31-year-old Prince Uniyazeri uh, Odikinachi of Nigeria. He's been charged with obtaining authorized access uh, to protected computers to obtain information, causing unauthorized damage to those. So both those are now behind bars. That's it for our show this morning. We'll be back tomorrow with a whole lot more as we get into this week. Again, Valentine's Day on Wednesday. Don't forget to get your significant uh, other a nice, appreciative gift. You don't have to go crazy, but... A nice love letter always gets the trick done. Until tomorrow, have a great rest of your day. Have a great week. And most importantly, y'all, stay cyber safe. We love feedback. So make sure to connect with us on social media and subscribe to